welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode 80. Why productivity is overrated, if not downright destructive. Hello, smart human. The wonderful people in Shamelessly Smart have just spent an entire month investigating and improving their relationship with time. And one of the things that comes up again and again with almost all the smart humans I work with is a kind of abusive relationship with productivity, as in kind of self-abusing under the guise of productivity, making yourself do more and more and stack even more activities and not allowing yourself to have any fun. Now, why does this especially specifically show up with us fast-brained humans? It is because we love to optimize. Seriously, our brain is amazing at finding ways to improve processes, to stack tasks, to solve those kind of puzzles. I mean, I love it too, right? Actually, one of my favorite film examples of this is the opening scene of Back to the Future and children. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, (laughs) Google it, in which case you're in for a treat. So in this opening scene, we see um, Doc's clocks sort of triggering the action chain that makes breakfast and feeds the dog. Neither are very successful, Um, but it is super fun. I remember watching that as a kid and thinking, oh my God, that is so cool. (laughs) That is what I want to build. And yes, this is what my brain for sure loves to do, to think of all the ways I can make the mundane, the repetitive, the humdrum easier and more fun. Right? How can I automate this? How can I make it more efficient so I can be more productive? But the problem with our brain that it has a kind of one track mind, as in it will then sort of tacitly assume that this is what you want to optimize for, right? With everything, always. So in addition to maybe automating in a fun way, you probably will also start stacking tasks and you start multitasking. Now, lots of has already been written about how bad multitasking is for you and your brain. But what really brought it home for me when was when I, um, a couple of weeks ago, came across the concept of contaminated time. Yes, <laughs> right. This is all the whole time theme. Um, brought up this concept. And you contaminate your time when you make yourself do useful stuff whenever you're free. And this is one of the reasons we feel so overwhelmed all the time, despite having more free time than humans have ever had, at least in the Western world, right? I think we have like, on average, four and a half free hours a day. But all that time becomes contaminated, either screen time or multitasking in some other way. Um, and usually this is driven by an underlying and often unconscious belief that your value lies in your productivity, that you're only worthy when you produce something useful. So then when you do have time to relax, Instead of thinking back to those 
darn comfortable sofa pillows. You message with friends whilst combing the cat or whatever pet you have that needs to be combed just after you've put another load in the washing machine and in the back of your head you're already thinking about your shopping list and so on and so forth, right? And just thinking about this, like reading this makes me feel overwhelmed. So imagine living like this day in, day out. Yeah, this is what we do, right? We don't get to rest. We don't get to loiter. We don't get to play. And especially that last one, play, which I'm going to say a lot about in another episode as I've just got back from the most epic Lego Inside Tour, but more about that some other time. The lack of play is another important reason why so many of us feel so exhausted and so miserable. Because play gives us a feeling of joy, a freedom, of delight. It makes us come alive in the present moment, right? Feel deeply connected. Yet our productivity thinking really messes with our ability to play. I saw this a lot when I was still teaching art and creativity, because as soon as someone wanted to reach out and grab their paint and start creating something, or, you know, they'd start thinking about taking pictures, this voice would start up inside their head and it would say, well, this better be useful, right? This better be something you can actually show in an art gallery or something you can sell online, or at least something you can impress, if not your friends, at least your parents or yourself with. It's insane, right? Many of us don't even allow ourselves to mess about and it makes us miserable. So, yes, it is useful and fun to ask our brain to help us to be more efficient, but we have to be more specific and make it context dependent, right? It's always like asking chat GPT a question, um, but not being specific enough. And then the answer is useless. That's kind of what we're doing. So I for sure want to ask my brain to help me find easier and semi-automated ways to do my admin. But I don't want to allow that smart, efficient, and yes, super useful part of my brain to then start judging and domineering everything else I do, right? And you must uncouple your worth and your activity's worth from that sort of imaginary productivity skill that your brain is currently using to measure everything against. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, start noticing when you're doing that, when you're measuring yourself against your internal productivity benchmark and when you're judging yourself for not doing anything useful. And whenever your brain offers up those types of thoughts, notice it. Like, oh, wow, my brain is judging me and saying I'm not doing something useful. And then you can counter it with something like, okay, useful to whom exactly? Or yeah, so what? And this is actually quite fun. You can have like discussions, (laughs) internalized discussions. And no, this is not hearing voices. This is perfectly fine. Trust me. It's like having a philosophical discussion right inside your head. You can even create different characters if you like. But (laughs) I digress. So Awareness is key. First of all, become aware of when you're doing doing that, doing the self-judging, and then be like, start questioning it. Why, why do I even need to be useful all the time? Who decided that? Second, please stop the multitasking already. There's so much scientific research 
around it saying it's not efficient at all. Also, I think it's very bad for your brain. Um, so from now on, just decide, okay, it's only going to be one thing at a time. Really get engrossed in a novel or walk your pet lizard without taking any devices with you or scrub the bathroom without, you know, at the same time dictating your medium article. Be really present with what you're doing. And then, <laughs> I mean, this is, if you manage all this, that's pretty cool. But I know there's some ambitions, ambitious ones amongst you. I greet you. <laughs> you're also my people. Your assignment is to learn to do nothing. Yes. <laughs> that's scary, isn't it? To really rest and take breaks. To nap luxuriously. To stare out the window. Maybe count clouds or boats. And without guilt. Without having to justify or explain yourself. Simply because it feels good to rest, to nap, to stare at windows. And yes, you heard that right. You get to do stuff because it feels good. Even stuff that seems completely useless or unproductive. So this week, start noticing where you're taking that productivity a little bit too far and where it is becoming destructive. And you know, destructive, not just in that you're not having fun, but it's actually really bad for your health to be in that constant state of stress and overwhelm all the time. So start noticing that where it's barring you also from being playful and just having fun. Refuse to multitask and rest. If you manage at least half of that, I guarantee it's going to be like going on vacation without having to travel, like zero delays. <laughs> so fun. So give that a try and let me know how it goes. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. smart human. You're probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm -hmm.